You're listening to the Spirits Blind Tasting Podcast with Johnny Michelson. Hey guys, it's Johnny here from Spirits People. Thank you so much for checking out this week's episode of the Spirits Blind Tasting Podcast. Now, this is a podcast dedicated to tasting fine spirits without the influence of brands and marketing. So before I jump into this episode, I just wanted to quickly mention that I did mention that in my last episode, I was drinking a 21-year-old single malt. However, it was, of course, a 21-year-old single grain, which makes a lot more sense. And uh, obviously, I did realize that before I posted it. So the title would say single grain. However, on the audio and on the video here, I did mention single malt, which is obviously incorrect. So... With that out of the way, let's jump into this week's episode. So I have another dram poured here in front of me. And as per usual, my wife has uh, anonymously put this into this glass and uh, she's written a little note that's over here on the side. So I'll open that at the end of this episode and reveal to myself what it is that I'm drinking. But as of right now, I have no idea. And uh, yeah, I'll try to go through my tasting notes and, and talk about my thought process throughout this episode. Before I jump in, I will say though, thank you to my Patreon supporters. Your support really means a lot to me and I'm really thankful for you guys joining me back in 2019 and now in 2020 continuously supporting me and my efforts here. So again, just huge thank you to all of you guys. If you wanna join me, over on Patreon for some exclusive content and some giveaways throughout this year as well. Uh, please join me over on patreon.com forward slash spirits people. So I think that's it for the introduction. I'll uh, I'll start jumping into the episode here. And uh, of course, as per usual, I've tasted and nosed the spirit ahead of time. So I have my notes here in front of me. So I'll be sharing that with you guys throughout the episode. I'll start with the appearance in the nose and uh, then take a quick break, jump in and share my tasting notes with you guys and then finish off with a conclusion. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. Let's do it. So we are ready here with the appearance and the nose of this week's spirit. And I poured it into this tasting glass here. I'm back at my standard ISO glass or um, tasting glass that is most commonly used at distilleries. Um, sometimes I'll use a Glencarn or, or some other type of, of uh, nosing glass, but I do tend to use this most of all. I like the stem of the of the ISO glass here, so uh, so yeah, I'll I'll use this for the most most parts, and uh, yeah, jumping into the spirit here. So it is a clear spirit. There's no kind of haziness or anything like that. The intensity and the color is a. I would say it's borderlining deep, but I'll say it's probably a medium towards the deep side of amber. So. Yeah, quite dark, but not necessarily as deep as I've seen other spirits um, in particular. And the way you assess this, uh, just to talk about that for a second, is um, I don't have it right here. I usually have a piece of white paper. So I tend to just hold 
the glass on top of a piece of white paper or any kind of white surface um, that is a non-glaring surface. You don't want it to kind of shine through, but uh, something like a piece of paper or whatever. Just kind of hold it on top of that and look down. So you don't want to hold it up against any kind of light because you really don't get that uh, sense of depth in the color. So when you just hold it down, you can kind of see it um, and you would assess um, the intensity and the color that way. Um, I'll, I've mentioned this before, I'll do a video about the process and stuff like that. I follow this um, uh, systematic approach to tasting, which is released by um, the WSET. So this is the, the way that I assess uh, the color and the intensity here. But um, just moving on, so in terms of, um, and this is not from the WSET, this is my own kind of assessment here. So what I'll do before I jump into the palette is I will have a look in the glass and I'll try to assess the viscosity based on how the ring around um, the top here, when you kind of give it a swirl, how fast the oils kind of pour down. And this one here is kind of, it's it's kind of in the middle of things. I'd say it's a medium. So it, it, it does shape a nice ring up here and it kind of pours down after a little bit. Um, the drops or the tears or whatever you want to call them are, are separated quite nicely so it's not too thick. So yeah, it kind of sits in the middle, not too watery, not too oily. So that's kind of how, how I'll kind of uh, look at the spirit in the glass before I jump in and do the nosing and the tasting. But yeah, just to call out that is absolutely not part of the WSET process. It's something that I've just added in because, well, I don't know, because I like it. I, I like to kind of assess um, the viscosity before I, I taste it, just to kind of see if it's, it's a nice representation in the glass um, as well as on the palate, if that makes sense. Cool, so jumping into the nose here. So it's a clean nose. There's no kind of faulty aromas or anything like that. The intensity, I would say that the intensity is a little bit above the medium. So I'll call the intensity here medium plus. It actually does give away quite a few aromas just at a chin's distance, but they're very subtle. Um, but I will say that it is a little bit chilly in the room here. So I will say that um, the temperature in your environment can affect the intensity of the spirit because if it's cold, uh, the aromas are not being released um, as quick. But yeah, if it's if it's too warm, it's actually the same effect. So you want to have it a good kind of room temperature and, and, and where you are when you do these kind of tastings here. But yeah, I'd say it's a medium plus because it does give away um, a little bit of a sensation of what's in the glass at a chin's distance here. So in terms of the actual profile or the, uh, the aroma profile here, it's, it's interesting. So <laughs> it took me a while to actually dissect it enough to be able to categorize this. And I'll, I'll talk about it in a second because sometimes you'll have your, and, and actually I think I mentioned this in, in the previous episode, sometimes you'll make up your mind too early and potentially I did do that in the previous episode. Uh, we could talk about that forever, but I think, yeah, it was, it was difficult for me to maintain an open mind because I thought I knew what it was, but then I started questioning whether or not uh, I was absolutely sure about whether it was that category. So the two categories I was in between here in this, uh, in this particular spirit was a rum or a bourbon. So 
they they can sometimes be a little bit confusing and in particular um, when you have something that is not a rum with a lot of esters in it um, so the esters are those kind of um, aromas and, and and flavor profiles that comes from a, a extended fermentation period and will give you some of those a little bit more uh, pungent um, uh, characteristics but this one doesn't necessarily have that it does however have and we'll talk about the the characteristics now so it does have the molasses sensation up front but that's kind of where it was at and then from there on it started giving me what i would characterize as a bourbon profile so i was getting brown sugar caramel i was getting currants um, i was getting vanilla some melted butter some baked apples but then also at the end of that uh, the rum profile starts to to show up again a little bit so i was getting some almonds and some coconut at the end of that kind of list list of of characteristics there so it was on the nose alone if i hadn't tasted it i i would probably struggle to pick out a category so yeah very very interesting uh, that sometimes you can have those kind of borderline uh, spirits that can can potentially live in between a couple of categories it could be one or the other just just from nosing it so when we talk about the palate i'll talk a little bit more about how that's changed and how it's feels a little bit more straightforward although do mind that this is a blind tasting so whatever i'm saying now can still be completely wrong but just to kind of give you an idea of of the thought process again here so yeah i think as of just the nose i think i would probably lean towards a rum but i would be very very open-minded to still think about it as a bourbon before doing the tasting itself so yeah, I think um, another thing I'll mention here, I, I just wrote it down um, as as an interesting thought, as in, again, this could be the temperature as well. When I picked it up in the very beginning here, before I started recording, it felt like it was a very powerful spirit, but it felt like it was, it was, um, it was muted down for some reason. It was just waiting to open up, but the longer it sat around the more I started to warm it up and stuff like that it did open up a little bit but it wasn't given that kind of super powerful profile that I was uh, kind of hoping for or, or at least that I thought it would give me once it's gotten opened up and, and, and warmed up a little bit it maintained quite subtle but it has uh, I don't know how to explain it. it it feels like when you have something that has a very powerful profile but almost like it's diluted down so you never really get that full power that's kind of what it feels like a little bit um, and that sounds kind of like a negative thing I don't think it's necessarily a negative thing here I think it's just that the intent here was to create a little bit more of a simple profile so so the achieved I will say um, from whoever whoever has produced this stuff here so yeah, that, uh, lastly here, um, in terms of uh, thoughts and also the ABV, so I think the one thing that struck me and something that will potentially, and this this really only, and I'm, I'm kind of jumping ahead here because this really only occurred to me once I did the tasting, but I put it up in the, the nosing part of my notes here because there's really no spice notes, which which I only really realized when I did the tasting, but 
thinking about the nose itself and re-nosing it after doing the tasting, it was quite interesting that there was no no kind of there was no cloves, there was no cinnamon, there was no nutmeg, there was none of those kind of very typical bourbon notes. And this is where you'll start to see my my thoughts going more towards the rum side of things because on almost every single bourbon that I've tried, you will have at least one or sometimes more of those kind of typical baking spice notes, but there was none. But I didn't think about it uh, up front until I, I started doing the tasting. So so yeah, I thought it was interesting. And uh, yeah, finally here, I think in terms of the ABV and just looking at it from a nosing perspective, I think I think I'm overshooting here. But my notes here from just doing the nosing, I think it was a 50 plus on the ABV. After doing the tasting, I think that will change a little bit. So so yeah, we'll we'll save that for the next section here. So I'll I'll cut this and um, yeah, we'll see uh, we'll see how the nosing and uh, tasting kind of connects in the next section. So let's do it. I am back with my tasting notes and uh, yeah, as I said just before the break here, um, we'll talk a little bit more about the, the process of, of narrowing down the, the, the category, that's the word I was looking for, category, the category of the spirit here because um, the very beginning it was a little bit broad and there was, there was kind of the sensation of, of rum on one side, there was a sensation of bourbon on the other side, but as I mentioned very uh, at the very end there of the nosing part, the realization of the lack of spice notes um, is what now is making me think that we're, we're probably looking at a rum here. So let's jump into the grid here, the, the SAT of um, the process that I use. So in terms of sweetness, and um, I did go a little bit back and forth on this. I wasn't necessarily sure whether or not I should say it was a dry spirit. So I have this this almost like a, a sticky sensation uh, after trying the spirit a couple of times. So I'm gonna try and say that this is an off dry spirit here, um, meaning that there is probably a very small amount of sugar added to this particular spirit here. So I'll, I'll maintain my uh, direction of a rum here because it does align with that theory. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, the notes and uh, complexity and stuff like that here in a second. So yeah, off dry on the sweetness, the intensity on the palate here is a medium minus. It is actually not as voluminous as I thought. So a lot of things from the initial uh, thoughts on the nose here are becoming a lot more simplistic and this includes every aspect of the spirit. So the intensity is this one thing where I thought it would have a little bit more impact on the palate, but it was actually quite soft. So medium minus on the intensity and the texture here is quite soft, it's silky, it's a little watery. It's not necessarily a, a very oily spirit here. So I'll say it's also medium minus on the viscosity, so a little bit thinner on the palette that I um, I assessed in the glass. So if you look at it in the glass, it looks decently oily enough. However, on the palette, it is actually um, a little bit thin. So I'll say medium minus on the viscosity here. So moving into the actual tasting notes here, 
So it kind of disappeared a little bit on the palette altogether. There was this soft sensation of, of caramel. And then on the kind of mid palette, there was a little bit of a grassy note, a little bit of herbaceous uh, sensation there. And then at the very end, you get a little bit of a, a burnt toast sensation, which would hint at there's probably some aging of, of the spirit here um, in some kind of um, oak container. However, I think there's potentially also some color added because it does feel quite young and quite simple. So it could mean that uh, the aging of this is, is, is on the younger side of things. So again, like my notes, um, as I was just saying before, like the lack of spicy notes on the nose is, is very apparent on the palate. There's absolutely no sensation of, of those spices. It's just quite mellow, quite sweet. Um, and yeah, as I said, actually, it's quite simple altogether. So let's see here. Um, uh, where was I? Sorry, my notes. My microphone, <laughs> my microphone is actually somehow I managed to put this so that I can't see my notes. I have to just look over it here for a second. Um, so on the finish, I'll say the the finish is it has a little bit of a finish. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take it all the way down to a short finish. So I'll say it's a medium minus on a finish, but the profile is uh, quite simple. It has a little bit of that herbaceous. Uh, sensation lingering uh, but besides that there's not really that much um, going on so the final thing here for the palette itself is the ABV I think it's probably I think it's probably lower than what I thought um, from from the nose alone like the 50 plus I think was I don't know if that was me being uh, somewhat optimistic about what this spirit had to offer just based off of that aroma characteristic like the overall profile just felt like it had a lot more volume than it actually had so as soon as I started tasting this a lot of those idea kind of left my head it's like well this is actually a lot more simple and a lot more straightforward than the nose would which would show us uh, so yeah I think it's probably around the 45 percent um, I don't think it's all the way down at 40 it does have a little bit of a a little bit of a burn, uh, but not too much. So yeah, maybe around the 45% in terms of um, ABV there. All right, so the final, <clears throat> the final thing here before uh, going into the reveal is the quality assessment. And again, just following the WSET assessment here. So I think this one here, uh, all together, considering the journey that the spirit has taken me on i think it's not it's definitely not outstanding and i think i'm not convinced that it's a very good spirit i think it lives in the good category which is kind of in the middle i think the the journey was a little bit disconnected it, it gave away um, a little bit too much of what it could deliver on the palate so the nose was promising but the palate kind of let it down a little bit um, and the finish itself um, just kind of tells me that it's not meant to be one of those um, things that you sit and sip on um, as a very complex uh, spirit altogether. It is quite simple, and and for that reason, I'll put it in the in the good category. So my guess of, to to just kind of close it off here before I reveal it, I think this is probably. Uh, <laughs> 
let's just say it's a, it's probably a part and column blend. Um, I feel like probably some of the things that I've I've said throughout the episode here would suggest that some of the depth that probably comes off of the nose is is some some pot still rum that has then been blended with uh, some column still rum that kind of simplify the overall profile a little bit. I would say in terms of of maybe even the price here, I think we're looking at something that's maybe mid shelf. Um, it's not like it's not like a super expensive rum in in my opinion, but obviously prices is uh, all over the place, so you never really know. But I wouldn't pay more uh, for this um, than than any any good rum out there. So I think yeah, mid shelf potentially, and then finally in terms of the age, probably. Is difficult because it's a blend, but or at least I think it is. <laughs> I'll say maybe five to maybe eight years um, if there is an age statement on it, um, which I obviously don't know. But uh, but yeah, I think that's kind of where it lives in my head, and uh, all together, I think it all makes sense uh, from from just uh, the notes here from from this video. So. I think with no more babbling from me, I think it's time to reveal and uh, yeah, let's do it. See you in a second. All right, guys, we are back with the reveal and uh, yeah, it's not actually too bad. I think I'm pretty spot on here. Um, not that this is anything that I'm familiar with, but I just had to Google it real quick. Um, so this is the Santa Teresa Ron Antico di Solera. So a Solera rum, which means that it's gone through the Solera process. Um, so therefore, no age statement on it. Um, it is actually 40%, um, which is interesting because it does come across as a little bit more punchy than 40%, which is which is a good thing. Like if you can carry a spirit with a lower ABV and it has a sensation of something that's higher, I think that's a, that's a very, very good thing. So yeah, Santa Teresa. So this is a Venezuelan rum. And uh, yeah, as I said, not a brand that I'm familiar with uh, whatsoever. And uh, this sample here actually was a... Um, <laughs> a sample that, and I'm not a hundred percent sure who sent this to me, but it is a sample that I've gotten from someone in the Nordic bourbon community because it has a little a little sticker on it here, and I'm pretty sure that it came from my friend uh, Henrik, uh, who is a fellow Dane, and he's one of the the founders of the Nordic bourbon community and uh, although it's a bourbon community um, we we do like to share uh, samples of all kinds of interesting spirits however I'm not sure why I have this sample so uh, so yeah there's that Henrik if you actually sent me this sample do let me know uh, if this came from someone else I do apologize but uh, it has no name on it so uh, yeah I'm just not sure regardless Thank you so much to whoever gave this sample to me. Very, very interesting. And I'm glad I had a chance to do it uh, as a blind sa blind tasting here uh, because this is uh, my favorite way of discovering um, the flavors and aromas around any kind of spirit. So, so yeah, there's that. Uh, interesting. 
rum here for uh, episodes 2.6 so episode 6 of season 2 and as I said in the beginning the second episode of 2020 many more episodes to come as I continue to polish the format here um, it's been a while since I recorded so the last episode was recorded on the 1st of January and uh, yeah I'm just recording this here on the 5th of January and I'm hoping to do a few more recordings uh, throughout the weeks so that I can um, have a back catalog of, of episodes coming at you. And a good way to find out what's coming ahead is to subscribe to my brand new newsletter. And you can find the subscription uh, form on my website, so spiritspeople.com. I've not yet sent out um, an email to that newsletter as obviously the whole point of the newsletter is to make sure that you guys can see what's coming ahead. Um, so yeah, if you want to know a little bit more of what does come ahead, uh, feel free to sign up or join me over on patreon.com forward slash spirits people, uh, where I also uh, share similar formats. And in addition to that, I also do a monthly uh, recap and kind of uh, outlook video to my Patreon community so that um, you guys can see a little bit more behind the scenes um, of what's happening here. So, uh, so yeah, I think that's it. I will, uh, I'll stop talking because I tend to just be able to continue to talk. So yeah, that's it. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening and uh, see you next week. Peace. <laughs>